welcome to episode 37 of Coach Pat Chat. Today I have something that I don't think has be done, been done on a phys ed podcast before, which is actually getting student input and student reflection on physical education, athletics, and we'll also talk about online learning today. So I was fortunate enough to have uh, quite a few of my former students from my old school um, be willing to jump on the podcast with me. They're all in university now, all over the world. So um, I'm excited to get into it. So maybe if each of you could just introduce yourself and um, I mean, we already talked about what you're studying, but you can say what you're studying or uh, how you're still using physical activity or things you learned in phys ed, go. Uh, all right, so my name is uh, Willem. Um, currently studying mechanical engineering in Delft. I know Coach Pat and the other four students from the international school in Atsirel, Kazakhstan. Um, I'm still doing a lot of physical education, still playing football and uh, using the things from uh, coach's class. Um, not only the physical part, but also, you know, the way we in the, you interact with your coaches and stuff that has really been different from uh, since being a coach's class. Awesome, dude. Yeah. So the funny story is like usually and you'll meet another one of them today. But uh, usually when I did a football unit in class, I had Willem and Faith teach it because they were just better at me at it than me. But uh, yeah, awesome to hear. Uh, I know you guys, so this is a bad call and this is a teacher moment where I just have you guys talk. Willem, thank you for taking the initiative, but I know you guys are just going to pause until someone says nothing and then feel awkward. So Priyanka, why don't you go next? Hi, I'm Priyanka. Um, I currently study at the University of Toronto and I'm studying computer science and psychology. And I was fortunate enough to be one of Coach's students at USI at Tyrell. Um, one of the big passions that Coach kind of got me into was volleyball, obviously. Um, and thank God for that because it really helped me, in general, PE and everything with Coach really helped me kind of insane. <laughs> during school. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I could imagine my high school experience without it. Um, and also my college experience. Well, my school unfortunately doesn't have uh, a volleyball team because we're on a separate campus, but we do have beach volleyball pits, which we use to practice a lot and just like have fun. So thanks to coach, she caught me kind of into that and I'm really grateful. Because of that, I am who I am. <laughs> all right well th uh thank you for those kind words priyanka also to all of you this is like just like what you're doing now you don't have to say all these positive things and get me choked up on the podcast because we're gonna get into this stuff later but thank you very much faith what up dude uh what's up my name's faith uh i'm at the university of ottawa right now and i'm studying political science uh, yeah, when I met Coach, like, I instantly fell in love with him. He's a nice guy. And, um, he got me into volleyball as well. And also, he helped me get better at basketball. So, yeah, I kind of owe those things to him. Uh, a lot of 
teamwork and cooperation I learned from the time I spent with him there. So, yeah. Awesome, dude. Thanks for diving in. Uh, Dario, the running machine. What's up, dude? Yes, sir. Uh, hello, my name is Dario. I'm still a high school student, but I just graduated. And next year, I'll be studying sustainability management in Milan. Um, coach really impacted my life in an amazing way. He helped me get into athletics, which I pursued as far as becoming uh, part of the Italian athletics team in Milan. And he also helped me establish a dynamic balance between worth ethic and like physical balance in my mind and uh, all these great things. So, yeah. That's rad, dude. Like, I would not say I um, did those things. You're taking like words that I can't even use on a regular basis and saying I had an impact on it. But um, thanks, Dario. I'm really stoked that you uh, took athletics so far. You're crushing it, man. So good on you. And congratulations on graduation. Big step. And uh, next chapter is going to be awesome. Stells, what's going on? Hello. <laughs> so I'm Stella. Uh, I currently am in my second year of my bachelor degree in Rotterdam, Netherlands. I study business. Um, in terms of sport, honestly, I started playing sports, like a lot of it, in uh, Aturao, and coach got me into volleyball, which is now my favorite sport. And I think doing volleyball with coach in Aturao really just helped me with my confidence. And I continued doing volleyball all the way through high school and actually got into the varsity teams of my school in Azerbaijan. So. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and like everyone, we were all involved in uh, different sporting teams. And uh, I think at one point we were all in the same class, whether it was health or PE. Um, so the interesting thing was like you guys were my guinea pigs. Like I never taught PE or coached before because I just graduated college. So like I was basically learning everything as I went and everything that I learned um, and what makes me the educator I am today, whether that's good or bad, uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, I learned from you guys, um, knowing how to interact with people. And obviously there's a whole different aspect that you didn't have to deal with. I had to teach K through 12, so also interacting with the elementary kids. Um, that was a big life lesson, but I, I remember a lot of times that uh, when there was two classes going on at once, you guys would help me with the younger kids. So you like you were sometimes my assistants and stuff like that. So um, before we dive into PE and all of that, um, I think it's interesting for university students to discuss how online learning has impacted them. Um, you can talk about negatives or positives, but uh, just what the change has been like from a student's perspective, because we always, so on the podcast, we always talk about the most important thing is how to reach students, make sure they're okay. Um, this is new for everyone. It's a learning experience for teachers and students, but we've never really um, had students be able to speak on it. So uh, anyone who wants to dive in. Um, I can say something. <laughs> well, 
Actually, I think a really good thing, at least for me, is I found that um, like live lectures went back before Corona <laughs> were super intimidating. So I would never, ever speak during lecture because the professors would be like always talking. And like, I don't know, I just felt super intimidated. And what I found now with online learning is that I talk way more and I contribute way more to class. So that's something I really like because it's all like we're all like at a equal level because you're all just like little computer screens on my laptop so I think it's very easier to actually contribute in class and without feeling intimidated by the everyone else although obviously it's super hard because you're alone and for example um I have a lot of assignments like 15 assignments in this in these three months and it's like every single day is like three to four meetings online and they just last so much longer because we all have to get on the same page. So, yeah, that's something that's really hard. But, yeah, honestly, I'm finding it kind of nice. Like, I don't mind it that much <laughs> because I can be at home and I don't have to spend, like, 40 minutes every day traveling to university, which is nice. But, yeah. That's a really good point. And, uh, yeah, what I've noticed with a lot of my students, even in a PE aspect, is those shyer students, I mean, obviously much younger ages than you, um, they actually have a lot of ideas to share and whatnot. Whether there's a social anxiety aspect or whatnot, um, they're able to feel safe behind a screen and share their ideas. And these are the type of students that is, it's been really difficult for them to vocalize their opinions and stuff like that. So it's really cool to hear that that's happening in every level. Sorry. Um, who else? Don't make me pick. Oh, yeah, Willem, let's go. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, that's a good point because for some students, I think, like Sela said, it's hard for them. They find it hard to in big groups when you're face-to-face -face with people to, to speak up, and that's different in university. But also uh, there's a lot of that contact that you have with a lecturer. It doesn't feel the same at all because sometimes we have, present, you have to, we have a part of our class where you have to learn to present in front of people. And doing that in a Zoom meeting, it's much different than actually standing in front of a classroom with 30 other people. Because making eye contact with people and things like that, you can't do that anymore. And so, and when everything is online, it's just, there is a little bit of uh, deception kind of in the way that you're interacting, but which for some people is a positive thing, but some people, they really don't like it and they, find it much tougher to connect yeah i think that's a really good point um i think it is super stressful for some people especially those people who shine upon like human collaboration and contact and stuff like that like even myself as an educator i mean doing pe through a computer that's across like my living room and like I know I'm a loud person and you guys know that, but like everyone in the world tells me how loud they am. I think I was teaching a lesson like four months ago and I was on the, the football pitch and there's a building like back there on like the top floor. And she told me, she texted uh, this a colleague texting me to shut up because I was being too loud. But like, I'm coaching soccer, dude, close your windows. Um, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, my voice does carry. But even in that, like I have, I don't have a massive computer screen, right? So if I'm teaching a lesson and to give you an example, like we would do 
sock shooting con three point contest, like throwing a ball of socks into a hamper or so, or a, uh, whatever you call it, laundry basket. Um, but like, I have to step back, do that. And then I have to run back to my computer to make sure all my students are doing it and make sure the cameras are on and stuff like that. So as a teacher, I agree with you. I, I find it very difficult to not have that human contact, but I'm also a very social person. So I think uh, you nailed it on the head there. Who's next? Okay. Uh, I can go. Uh, I do agree that like the interaction aspect is also like it's not the same. Like I found during my lectures, I was able to interact with other students and then like get in contact with them, and that made it easier to do like other like future coursework, coursework, and like that way I'm making friends and also people like we can we can mutually help each other in the course and you know, try to succeed together. But like this way it's harder to get in contact with people because most people just turn it off as soon as their right. class is over. Some people like when you can come to class and stuff like that. So I think like the student to student interaction is also missing that aspect for me is very important. That's that's awesome, man. It's really cool to think about that. Do you do any like faith more directed to you as a follow up, but anyone could follow up as well. Do you find that you've made different friends by doing online learning, like talk, just talking to different people? Maybe you're in a, a group you learn in or I don't know if you guys do Zoom breakouts or anything like that. But do you find yourself uh, collaborating with people you maybe wouldn't? I mean, we we did get into a breakout room for one of my classes, but after that was done, I haven't heard from anyone. It's just it's just they take it as a one-time thing. So. I hear you. Yeah, that's uh, it, it's all really hard, and it's all really hard to judge. Um, the reason I ask is because when I I didn't do randomized random eyes names like the same group of people usually tried to go into a breakout together. So um, I did try to squash that quickly so people could learn from new people. Um, and then anyone else on the topic? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, just to like branch off of that, I'm very much against this whole online learning thing, um, especially branch off the fact of like sticking talking to new people i haven't talked to a single new person this whole time well i think mainly that's because the way my school does it is since they, we have a lot of international students they've declared that it's rather than zoom learning or online learning like interactiveness it's more recorded lectures that you can watch in your own time so i have literally no time to like meet new people or anything and even if they have like um what's it called um office hours Everybody who goes, they turn off their mics, they turn off their right. cameras, and they just watch the teacher talk. So I've actually been getting closer to my, and since I'm like, I just finished my first year, I'm not that close to the people I've met. So I've been, and plus the, since the time zone difference, I've been getting really much closer to my high school friends rather than my college friends, which is making me really sad. And plus, University of Toronto has declared that, well, probably that fall is going to be online as well. Mm. So I'm 
not very happy about that. Um, so yeah, I have to figure out contingency plans. It's just really stressful. And it's like not the environment I signed up for. And it's not the environment that I associate with studying. So my motivation is really like down there. Like I can't, can't focus that much. And I don't know, it just kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, I totally don't want to bash like an institution or anything, but that sounds terrible. Um, I've heard of other schools and stuff do like sending like not even that like just sending home worksheets like for elementary students like PE's not even live you're just depend like you're giving parents more work to do like here's a worksheet in the mail um, and here's the exercise they can do or they can't do I have no way of interacting with you to help you achieve or grow or anything like that so that that really that's that's rough, man. I've heard about it before, and the fact that uh, I'm because there's no interaction, as you said. So, um, in my opinion, half of learning is interaction and learning from others. So, um, I can't imagine. Uh, yeah. I'm really sorry. Exactly. It's it's actually really tough because, um, and I know now a lot of students are actually coming, like either dropping out or changing schools, and it's actually I'm doing that as well like I'm applying to transfer just in case because it's ridiculous they don't reduce the tuition either and I'm an international student so I pay thousands of dollars and it's just not fair it's not the same like they charge for gym and they charge for and in, like they say in replacement for the gym they offer like um video courses that like you can take but it's not the same like it's really not the same kind of interaction or Kind of facilities and they charge exact same so i don't know it's just really rough i completely agree with your decision i would probably do the same thing and knowing your parents i totally get it but i would like to ask you how many thousands of dollars you actually paid to the university okay so including incidental fees and everything surrounding like you yourself Priyanka. Oh, me? Okay, I don't. <laughs> but, okay, do any of you really pay for your... <laughs> I, was just, exactly. I was just giving you a little jab. I, I know. Um, so it's probably upwards of like 70000 right? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, it's really not worth the money, no, I don't I would. think. Do you have a place that you're interested in transferring to? That you know does online different, online learning differently? Yeah. Um, well, I'm not for sure yet, obviously, whether they're doing online differently, but my top choice, because I want to study cognitive science, mm -hmm. I've kind of like combined computer science and psychology into that, and um, one of my top choices is University of Michigan, That's which is really cool. I went to visit and over the break, and I loved it, so, so my top Lisa choices, and California be, UC, Lisa would be very Sorry, happy, Lisa, you know my wife, Lisa. She would be very yeah. happy that you had moved to Michigan. She went to UMich? But she went to Michigan State, so she has a little bit of... Rivalry. Yeah. But she'd yeah, still be I went happy to watch for you. She'd game. give you a pass. She'd give you a pass. A pass? Yeah, I hope so. Because I went to watch my first football game there, actually. Like, American football game between Ohio State and Michigan and UMich. And they're biggest rivals they're one of the big 10 schools mm -hmm. and it was an insane <laughs> game i just i love american football now it's crazy mm -hmm. it's so insane i've never talked about it beforehand i never i don't know i never watched a game before and then my friend invited me she's on um the hockey team mm -hmm. at umich and so i went to go i got to watch the game the football game because they get seats and it was insane it's you're out there for like 
four hours, but it's like, and you just, the time just passes by. Even though it's freezing cold, you guys have to watch a game. Like, it's crazy. Well, I think it's that's so the cool thing about being an athlete. I think um, you can be introduced to a new type of athletics and really dive into it because you have a sense of competition and whatnot. Um, so I really hope the transfer works out. Uh, I'm sorry you're going through that. Um, that that's really hard. And uh, please tell your parents that um, I'm very proud of you, um, all of you, for what you're doing before we dive into the PE stuff. Um, and uh, let's move on to that. So let's not just talk about my class at first because I think it's important. How did physical education impact you like when you were in elementary, like how did it impact the way you thought about movement, um, the way you played, stuff like that? Um, did you have a good PE experience as a child? Was it difficult? Were there boundaries that just anything you want to talk about? Okay. Okay. Well, me personally, I have always loved PE. I, since I was a child, I loved it. It could also be me that I just, I just like, I, well, as a child, I was kind of crazy. Like I used to climb everywhere. So when I did pee in school, I, j I loved it. It was like, like a release from sitting in class and just listening and just looking at people present. <laughs> and like, for example, like maybe not in elementary, because I don't really remember much from those days, <laughs> but like <laughs> middle school. Um, yeah, I used to love PE. Like it was the one class that I would just, would rather not be late to like I would get mad at my teachers who made me late to PE because I loved it so much and also I did so many sports other than PE so like when PE would basically introduce me to sports which I would then fall in love with and then actually practice outside of PE so in elementary school I did athletics and then in middle school I started doing uh, like hurdles jumping and all that stuff and yeah I think it was pretty amazing <laughs> Yeah, that's it's, it's just really good to hear as a PE teacher that it sh shaped that kind of lifestyle for you at a young age. And also, I think, like, you, you called yourself crazy. Um, you're not. Uh, I think a lot of kids like to climb things and stuff. But PE is a place where you can do that. And I think people forget that PE is not a, just a place to play, but it's a, also a place you can explore and adventure um, different likes and dislikes and uh, how to read body language. So I think that speaks volumes to that. Anyone else want to take a stab at this question? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about like the emotional and mental impact that PE has. So when I was in, I just remember very distinctly when I was in elementary, middle school, high school, it's like that moment, like before PE class, like you just, it's euphoric. I don't know how to explain it. It's like that when the bell rings and you get to go down, you get to change, you get to release all your energy and everything in whatever manner with whatever sport. Like it is just very euphoric just to be with like all your friends and learn like things that you wanted to learn. But I don't know. It's like every class there's a restriction, but PE is just so fluid. It just lets you I don't explain it. It just really helps you mentally as well with anything you're going through. And trust me, when you're in elementary school, you don't realize it, but you're going through so much, whether it be at home or at school with your friends or whatever. And PE is like the best stress reliever, like the best. So I can't say that enough. 
The fact that you're talking about like the social emotional stuff, do you ever think about being a PE teacher, dude? Like we could use more of all the people we can get that think like you do. So you're crushing it already. I know that's not your drive. I'm just joking, but very, very um, insightful answer. Uh, anyone else? I'll talk on this. I have a brief comment. Um, in elementary, I don't really think it impacted me that much just because everything was fun. So for me, it was all the same. But um, it definitely changed my life. I can say that towards the end of middle school because at that time I was built like a bull and um, I was quite lazy. And I think at that point, it's um, when it helped me develop a work ethic and like get on my grind, you know, and I think both mentally and physically, it allowed me, as I said before, to develop a balance in my life, both, you know, for school, but also like, it gave me, gave me more confidence. So on a social aspect, like I also felt better about myself, but I think that really hit me in middle school more than elementary, but it carried out throughout high school. And like to this day, I still try to exercise as much as I can and get everything together. So, yeah. yeah, you're not kidding about the work ethic, man. You you would never stop running. I remember we were doing track and field once and uh, everyone was exhausted from the race. Like we were doing trials and whatnot. And you were, st like, you were tired, but I think I said, hey man, we still got like another mile to do at the end. And you looked at me and said, easy. And uh, <laughs> so, um, but dude, I, I wanted to ask you, uh, in all the like competitions we had in Kazakhstan, what was your best 5K? Like back then when you were in high school. Do you remember? Um, I think every race I got better. Like, you did? I, just, I think I can say that. Um, so the last one when we were on the river. Right. That was crazy. Was thick, that was the last race. That was my best run uh, with Mario in the back. <laughs> running behind me, but um, I think that was an 1820-something, I don't remember. Yeah, I think you were, I think you were sub-20 for sure, though. Um, yeah. Mario was trying to get you. I was worried about him. He gassed out. <laughs> um, but he, he was dedicated and talked about work ethic, man, when he, he definitely wanted to challenge you as much as he could, but... That's a really good sure. point and uh, something we don't think about all the time. We always are thinking how we're impacting kids, getting the movement and whatnot. But we also need to remember that there may be an impact on your drive for the future. Uh, so good stuff. Anyone else? Um, yeah, I'll add on to what Stella said earlier that in at a young age, how PE is like an introduction to new sports and an introduction of them to a new way of interacting with other kids at a young age because i think that's what pe is also about is you when you do team sport because it's usually you're doing team sports in pe and you're uh, doing physical things together with others and that's also establishing a new kind of like relationship with other students of your own age and then you find a new sport and you really like it and then you go off and you explore that even more and i think that's like a really good um at a young age to start off that way. Yeah, uh, couldn't agree more. Uh, when I was a kid, God, I played everything under the sun, man. 
Um, I think it was mainly though, not even like I, I remember more my father because he was a PE teacher. Um, so he would, he would never force me to do anything. But if I learned like a new game in PE, my dad like knew it. So I would just ask him to help me learn it. Even like to, I was kind of a competitive little, um, little dude, uh, even in the young ages. So, uh, I'd always ask my dad to like help me be better at the PE unit so I could be one of the best players um, when I, I was in like third grade. And then uh, what I actually learned is what you're talking about is not so much as being the best, but how can you interact with people through that sport to make friends, build leadership skills and stuff like that. Granted, I was in third grade. I wasn't building too many leadership skills, but... Um, I was definitely making friends and learning from other people. So I think that's a really good point. Uh, anything else? Um, I just want to add on the drive thing, like about how PE like drives like and motivates you. I think it really instilled in me uh, like the importance of physical education because like without PE, I don't think we really know how important it is. And now that I've obviously spent about my entire school time doing PE. And then I also did a bunch of sports on the, on the side, like on the daily basis. Now I work out or do something because if I don't like my body feels just like something's wrong. And I think it's really good and really healthy because it really, it just instills in your mind that, Oh, working out is good. Doing physical education is good. And it just, it gets you into a routine routine. And I think it's very good for mental and physical health. Well, it's amazing to hear that because that's our job, man. Our job is to make sure that you have the access and the drive and the avenue to lead. What do they call it? Now? There's so many buzzwords, but um, lifelong health and wellness and um, living a fit life for the rest of your life. So um, it's really good to hear that you guys are still engaging in, in football, uh, pit volleyball, um, Watching the NFL as an Indonesian. Um, well, I, I grew up in Indo too, so but I am also American. So um, it's really cool to see all that excitement and just uh, that you guys really still engage in it. Um, the running and just are, you've always been very competitive. And that's, I also want to say that to the listeners. This is just like such a condensed aspect of students from physical education because they're all phenomenal athletes so um unfortunately i don't have any intake from people that like hated pe I, I would love to have that conversation to see how that went but uh for the listeners this is a strictly focused and motivated uh group of i still call you kids you feel like kids to me um but i know you're adults now uh so the next thing i want to talk about let's talk about our sports man we had a lot of fun uh, let's talk about track and field first because everyone was involved in track and field. Okay. Cause I, I like every single student in here, uh, was on track and field. So, um, what, what were your events in track and field? I, I won't try to make this podcast too long, but if you could quickly just say, uh, let's say the event you ran and what was your favorite? Can I just say something? I have an immense appreciation for coach in this because in Asherah we had so little equipment for track and field and he built hurdles for me, which was my favorite event in the whole world. 
and it's still uh, my favorite. I would love to practice it, but unfortunately, I haven't in a while. But honestly, it was the highlight of my time in Astro when I finally was able to jump hurdles. And so, yeah, that was obviously one of my events. Um, I always ran very, very short sprints because I was kind of bad <laughs> at long distance running. And another of my events was uh, long jump. And back in the day, it was high jump. And yeah, those were my main events. But yeah. I totally Hurdle. forgot about the PVC pipe hurdles, dude. So I... Uh, we, it was really hard to get equipment to Kazakhstan. Like we had one shipment a year, but, and we only really competed with one other school, um, in the, uh, in the city, the only other international school. Um, so I knew a bunch of kids, including Stella wanted to try hurdles. Um, so I got like the, the little hurdles made for practice and then like the full size hurdles with the measurement and it was super cheap. We just like. Went to the where this warehouse in the middle of the desert, and uh, they had these pipings, and we just connected them with like rubber tubes. And I say we, I didn't do anything. The maintenance guys did everything, but uh, I thought of the idea. Um, but yeah, I, I totally forgot about that. That's awesome. Although I'm a little, I'm a little perturbed that you said that was your favorite moment of all. Um, including volleyball, so we can talk about that later, though. Uh, okay, next? but that's not included in track and field, right? Okay, okay, okay. All right, um, uh, Faith, what you were sprint magician, dude? Talk about it. <laughs> uh, uh, like you said, I love sprinting. My events were the 100, 200, 400. My favorite one was actually the 200. I tried to, I tried to, keep, I, I wanted to see how fat, how much I could keep up with Faith because he was just dusting people in, uh, in practice and he, he, he made me look stupid. Man. Did we have a race? I beat yeah, you. Yeah, one time and you dusted me, dude. I felt like I should quit. Yeah, that's what's up. I was like, why am I a PE teacher? I'm getting smoked by a 10th grader right now. But uh, <laughs> I was really proud of, like, you're so fast, dude. It's so crazy. Um, but you were really good at the events, and I would have to agree. Like, you killed it at the 100, but if I were to say you had a favorite, like, most dominant race, um, due to the competition, yeah. I think you excelled. And then when we went to, where was it? Astana, you really shined in the, two, in, in the 200. So I would agree completely. Um, Dario. Man on a mission, what you got for me, man? Yes, sir. Um, so I ran anything above the 5K. I think that was the limit we had in Kazakhstan. Didn't you do the 800 the too? Sorry? Didn't you do the 800 for a bit as well? Yeah, I didn't really like that. Hmm. Or like the mile, I didn't really enjoy either. But um, I carried like on doing the 5K and 6K when I moved to Milan as well. Those are my favorite distances because, man, I hate sprinting. Like, I cannot sprint. It's That's fate's job. But, um, yeah, that's what I did. I enjoyed it a lot. And I even got to run with the Italian athletics team until I stopped because I got bored <laughs> and decided to move on to other sports. That's but that's what I did for a while. That's incredible, man. Yeah, you were, yeah. You were never tired. 
That's all I remember. Like, I don't ever think you were out of breath after a race. You were just talking to me. It was the weirdest thing. I mean, I practiced more out of school like, than we did in school. And I, I think that's where the self-worth, like, worth, work ethic came into play. It's like when you work on your own, which I know all of my peers here did too. Like, you know, Willem playing football and, and we're all wherever we were. So, um, yeah, I think that was important for me. Willem, I feel like you were just, you could do whatever I asked you to do, man. You were like a chameleon when it came to track and field. So why don't you talk about I mean, all the crazy events you did? I, I, I did, I don't think I did the 100 meters. I honestly can't remember. I feel like that was more like faith and also my my brother. It was mostly like 400 meters and up, 800, also the mile. But back when my brother was still in the school, he would always beat me. So then it was just kind of frustrating. But um, yeah, and I think uh, for a while we had the long throw event, which I really liked as well. That was really fun. And the long jump. Yeah, was, you, uh, you were really good at the long jump as well. Yeah, I uh, I like that, but I didn't pursue that after I left um, Atura. I was mostly went back to doing team sports afterwards. Right, but right. I still run every now and then, but it's just five k. Just go for a run. To right. Well, I think one of the reasons condition. I made you guys do track and field was to keep you in shape. Like I I remember having to pull arms to get some of you. I don't I don't know if you know who I'm pointing at, but. Um, to do track and field like it was a battle and uh, I think that person was very happy they decided to do it um, so yeah and Faith didn't you do the long jump as well uh, yeah but like I, I didn't really enjoy it alright fair enough that pit was painful that pit was um, the worst. I'm sorry. It's Kazakhstan uh, <laughs> sand, dude. So basically, the sand was like we'd have to rake it every 30 seconds in order it, for it to stay soft. So there was some hard landings. Sorry. I think what was also really fun was the relay races that we did. When we did like the 400 meter relay, but I think we when we played against the other school, we killed that. It was it was right. that was like really no good. No one could stop us at the relay. We, when we, because basically we put all of you together, and then we were set. <laughs> uh, Priyanka, man, yeah. what did you enjoy about track and field? Let me just say, before I came to Atsurao, I hated running. I was like, I'm never touching this track and field. I'm never touching that sport. Like I'm literally. But then I got to Atsurao. And just like what he did for volleyball, coach pushed me to do track and field. And thank God for that because it was honestly one of, because like you said, everyone here did track and field. And I feel like everyone in Atsurao did track and field because that was pretty much an all-around sport. And um, it was honestly so fun. I just found, for example, sprinting was so fun. And long jump, I felt like I was flying at some point. Like it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a feeling. And I just love like the togetherness of the whole sport and especially relay. Relay was so like fun because it's like you pass it on to the next person, you just cheer them on the whole time. I you just felt like a whole unit together as one. I know that sounds really cheesy, but there's no other way to put it. 
No, I mean, my whole job revolves around cheesy, so that's important that we talk about that stuff. Um, I couldn't agree more. Like, a lot of people view track and field as a bunch of individual events, but when you throw the relay and stuff, like, in there, um, that's definitely a team um, dynamic. But another thing that I would realize if, let's say, some of you didn't have an event when one of your teammates, friends, whatever, is running... Um, I actually had to stop some of you because when you were younger, you didn't know all the rules and you're not supposed to run along the side of the track with the people that are running. And I was like, he's going to get disqualified. You have to stop running. Um, but that's how much you cared for one another. So I thought that was awesome. Um, volleyball. I don't even know how to start this, man. Uh, when I first started volleyball, so... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, there was no volleyball program before I came. No, there was nothing. All right. It was just, there was barely any other uh, program other than like that. Because you moved the buildings, and right? And just the PE class itself. Right. And Foursquare. That was Wait. the other <laughs> Did you know what Like, ninth grade? Like, 2015? I think it was the, the year, year before you came, Priyanka. Uh... So just give me. A, I'm. I'm only going to do a quick part. Yeah, so it was. Feel like, but then, yeah. then we just had a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, so the first year, I did a clinic, pretty much. Like we called it varsity, but we never really played anyone. Um, and it was like 25 kids, and it was like 23 kids that never played volleyball before. Um, so it was interesting because I'd never coached before. So I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to teach 25 kids how to play volleyball at the end of the day after I've been teaching all day? Um, and there's a lot of, like, ways for me to figure things out, trying to assess different skills and stuff like that. Um, and then the second year, I'm just giving people a cap. So uh, we made a varsity and I think we had a JV team, but the JV team didn't travel. Um, and we went to the tournament, um, never, we've never, and like these other schools play games like on a weekly basis, like we never really played games, we just scrimmaged each other, so we had no one to play. And uh, I coached both the boys and girls uh, varsity team, and they won every single game, championship, didn't lose a game. And I'm not talking about one, like crushed it. Like, no one was touching them. And it, it was probably the best, like, I, and even as play, being a player um, and going to championships and stuff like that as a kid is probably the best thing sports-wise that has ever happened to me. Like, I was, I, I was screaming. Uh, someone made fun of me because they said that on the sideline, I, I was getting more exercise than the players because I walked back and forth a lot and just... Uh, it's because I'm so excited and you guys are so fun to watch. So tell me about your experience on our volleyball team. Uh, I can go. Uh, I, I can remember like how it all started. Like the first year coaching them proposed volleyball. Like, none of us had even considered trying this sport. It wasn't even something people thought would come up with it. And then that first year, when we all, like a lot of us just joined something was going on right and it just became something we all just loved to do and we all got better because coach kept like giving us the basics telling us 
the sequences and everything, the bumps that spike function. Because I remember um, initially, it was just a lot of bump over, bump over. I, that killed Cook so much easier. He, he eventually got us to like go through the function. And then just, we, we all just got there together. Then the next year, we were able to narrow it down to a definite team for both of us. It was just a lot of fun. Thanks, buddy. That's good to hear. Who else? How else did you see that season going? Hmm? What did you say? <laughs> I didn't hear you. I said, who else wants to dive into their volleyball season uh, since we were all part of it? Yeah, um, I can say something. So I had never even tried volleyball before Atirao and before a uh, coach introduced us to it. And Honestly, once I started, I literally fell in love with the sport. It was amazing, and I would not even mind staying two hours or more after school doing volleyball. And I remember even during like our breaks during school, I would beg coach to let me take out the volleyballs so I could play in the gym. And um, honestly, it was amazing. I had so much fun doing volleyball, and I even continued once I left Kazakhstan and I got into the varsity team. And... I actually had the opportunity to get a scholarship for university for volleyball. Yeah, because my second coach in volleyball was like, wow, you're like pretty good. <laughs> so I actually had the opportunity to do that. And that's all thanks to coach introducing me to volleyball. And honestly, it was also just such a confidence boost. Like I feel like all the teams in volleyball, like you always push each other and you never blame each other for something. And you're just like all working together for one goal. Honestly, it was so good. And I remember I used to be super insecure about volleyball. And like I thought it was really, really bad. And then once I just kept practicing, I remember I just, I loved it. It was amazing. Like the power you would feel when you just hit the ball. Ah, uh, amazing. Thank you, Stella. So Stella's like as tall as me, maybe taller than me. And it took me like five months to convince her to try to spike. Like, she just wouldn't want to do it. She would run up to the net and bump. Um, so thank God she started spiking, because then she started crushing it. Um, that's a really good story. I, I love that. Uh, who else? I think um, because before the volleyball came to our school that you introduced us to it, I would never have even thought of playing the sport by myself. So. And then I was just like, yeah, sure, whatever, let's try it. And it turned out to be really fun, because everybody was was like let's do it from our class almost and because uh, i remember we did play against uh, one of the local schools and then we did get destroyed i thought because we went to their school and then they beat us and then but that was in the beginning i think the first mm -hmm. year but then the second year we went to the tournament that was that was really fun that was a lot of fun yeah i think we played nazarbayev and I had to substitute because that was a clinic. It wasn't a varsity team. So I had to make things fair. I think I had to substitute 18 kids through three sets. Um, so it, it, was, it was a wild coaching experience. But they were a very good team. Um, I actually think we beat them the next year, though, um, when they came. Um, because um, we had a varsity team that year. I think they came, they beat us one more time, and then uh, I think they gave us a courtesy game. 
because uh, they traveled all that way and then we beat them in that last round. Um, but that's a really good uh, take on it. And I think one of the reasons, like, I really appreciate you guys giving me all this credit, but I think one of the reasons you guys play volleyball is there's nothing to do in that round. So uh, it gave you something to do. Um, so uh, I think that's one aspect. But thank you. Uh, who else? Pretty accurate. If I can just say something, if we didn't like the coach, I don't think we would have spent two hours after school playing volleyball. That's true. And begging me for Saturday practices, dude. He only gave us, like, one, though. That's not true. We played Saturdays a couple times. Yeah. All right, I'll... Uh, I thought we did. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, Pre, what you got? I was going to talk anyway. Anyways, um, can I just say, like, you say you don't want to give yourself credit, but you made volleyball fun. I know I've seen people make volleyball, like, a crazy, like, kind of sport that you don't want to be at. But you made it fun. Like, speaking of, like, Saturday um, practices where we – you let us like blast music and you know play scrimmage practice our skills and then it came to the point that we looked like Stella said we looked to play it during breaks and like during lunches where we played what was that game that was like even if we couldn't play with the net we played a game that was it was you in a circle you hit it once on the third hit you'd have to I think you had to spike it onto somebody. I mean, okay, yeah, but then, and the person could, okay, but, like, it wasn't a bad <laughs> game. Like, it was, you spiked it, and it would hit, like, faintly hit somebody, and then you'd be out. And it's it's just a game, that, it just shows that we look to play it all the time, and without you, I don't think we would have looked to play that game. Like, like I said, I didn't think I was going to play volleyball at all. It didn't cross my mind until that, I remember exactly the moment where you tried to convince me. It took you, like, weeks convinced me to join the team but and you know <laughs> but yeah we really loved it in the end yeah that's awesome um i'm really glad that you finally caved to play that and track and field um just to give the listeners perspective uh we weren't setting up human targets basically it was like a really soft foamy ball and we would have people in different locations and you would try to hit Yes, a spike towards that location, and the person would try to field it. I mean, it wasn't like they had their hands behind their back and they were just targets. But yes, I, I love that game. Um, I just don't want people to think I was lining up students to get knocked out by volleyballs. Dario, what up? Yes, sir. I'd just like to speak on what uh, Pre said. I would like to say to, I don't know if people are still listening to this podcast, <laughs> but if they are, <laughs> I think I'd like to tell them that they're really lucky to have a coach like you just because I didn't like volleyball personally that much, but I still really enjoyed it when we played it or when we practiced it in your PE class. And this goes to say for all the other sports that we did, even the hockey with the, <laughs> with those weird balls that we played, that was such a strange sport, but still I managed to enjoy it somehow. And this is like coming to Milan straight after Kazakhstan, I did everything I could to not do PE because I hated my teacher so much. Like, she made PE so boring. 
And I think that's unfortunate because, as we've been talking about for a while now, PE has so many important aspects which like academics don't give you. So I think to all of your students, it's you're like you're really lucky to have coach as your PE teacher because he made every sport fun. And I think that's like you shouldn't take that for granted. And I appreciate it, coach, sir. Thanks, Dario. I've never cried on the podcast before, but I'm pretty close, man. Uh, I really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, it's difficult. I think it's the same in any job, though. You really have to dive in and love what you do. So um, obviously, I didn't know your other PE teacher. Uh, maybe she just wasn't into it. Maybe it wasn't the path that she really wanted. Um, maybe it was just a, a different type of situation. But um, from what I learned from most of the PE teachers that I know, the PE teachers that deliver excellent and like get engaging lessons, um, not only love teaching physical education, but they also love their students. And without loving your students, you're not you're not going to put forth decent quality physical education. So um, I really love my job. I love working with the people that I work with, and I love all of my students. So uh, I think that's what really keeps me driving. But thank you very much. That was very kind of you. Okay, uh, we are at 53 minutes, so if anyone has anything they would like to say or bring up before we wrap up, the floor is yours. Again, this was mainly uh, just to get student perspective, and I think we got a lot of different perspective. Yes, of course, um, I haven't talked to these students in a very long time, so a lot of it was reminiscing, but uh, the beauty in that is you can see the type of impact that students not you not only have on your students, but connecting again that your students have on you. Um, so that's a message to the listeners. And I think you'll benefit from, even though you weren't at what we were talking about, you'll benefit from the conversation and the different reflections we had on it. Um, so the floor is yours to anyone that wants to say a wrap up or a goodbye or a message you've been dying to get out to the world, anything. And you don't have to say anything. If I hear silence, I'll just wrap it up. Um, yeah, I'll <clears throat> just uh, to close, just to re-emphasize um, just how uh, important and fun it was, the way that uh, physical education was taught in Kazakhstan and in the way that you did it in that. Um, because, for example, here in most elementary schools and middle schools and high schools, it's the, it's very disconnected the PE from the actual academic. So if you want to do sports, the school doesn't really provide you with many options, and you have to go outside of your school and join a club. But that wasn't the case uh, in our school, and I think that was just so valuable because then, just after school, you go and you're with your classmates and friends, and you like we all discovered new sports together, and that was just so much fun and uh, super valuable. I think for future sports and um, yeah that's just really appreciated and yeah great teaching coach thanks well jesus man i'm gonna break down here in a minute um i dare i ask anyone else um i want to say something so uh, so i just want to point out this is for anyone who's listening who like is doubting whether they want to join a sport or doesn't really like PE and doesn't know whether they do like PE or not. Uh, just look at what PE and like the sports sort of sectors brought us. Like it 
connected all these students to the very point in university where it's been years that we haven't talked, but I don't know. I just feel like PE and sports in general is a good way to connect with people you might not think that you could connect with on a different level. And at this with PE, it just creates like a foundation that it's just like a commonality. Like everyone's on your level and you just are vibing at with this sport or with this physical activity. And I just feel like it's a very good way to meet people and make really good connections. So thank you to everyone here for connections you've brought me. Beautifully said, Priyanka. Thank you very much. All right, anyone else? Okay, so we are going to uh, wrap up this podcast. I'm Again, I'm pretty sure it's the first time PE teachers had his own students on his podcast. So I hope you enjoy everything they said, they put out. Um, not only can you now listen to educators' perspective on physical education and the importance of physical activity, as well as the social and emotional side of it, um, now you have students' perspective that has gone through the whole realm of education and now is at the highest level. So I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Uh, to all of you, thank you for taking the time on a Sunday. I know every day is almost. Thank you. A, I know every day is uh, almost a weekend. Uh, but you do have online learning sometimes, so I appreciate And uh, from what I can tell, some of you have crazy amount of work. Um, I know the year's wrapping up, so thanks for taking the time to catch up. Uh, that's Coach Pat Chat. Everyone, enjoy the podcast.